in today's message, I'm provoking you a little bit to think. So it's not just a, a show where we just give you a bunch of stuff and it, you may think, oh, I know this or I don't. This is really a message to get you to think what your message is that you need to take out to the world. Because there's so many traditions that we either need to focus on this or on that. But in this message, I'm provoking you to think where your focus should be and where your focus should not be so that you can really understand what the message is that you have to the world. So please stay tuned until after the intro and you will know and realize and learn what your message should really be. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now let's move on to today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's uh, message. This is a wonderful show. It's a wonderful day. It's a special day. And for two reasons. First of all, it's, it's Christmas. Christmas. And as you can hear, I've got Judy with me. Welcome, Judy. Thank you very much. I love being on the Christmas shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's great to have you with us. We just felt uh, we should um, speak with you today. Um, we woke up very early this morning, both of us, and we were just lying and thinking and pondering. And then Judy came up with this question. Uh, with this question. What is your message? And as we went through the day, we just realized, you know, this is really a message that's being stirred up in our hearts and we've been thinking about it. We've been meditating on it. And here we are. So the title of today's show is What is Your Message? And then more importantly, what is your Christmas message to the world? Not for the world, but to the world. Because many times, as you will see as, as we go along, we want to look at people and how they receive our message and how they perceive our message. And that's not really what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be the messenger and that's it. How they receive it, how what it does to them, it's not our responsibility. So Judy, welcome. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Yanni. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, so I want you to kick it off um, because you started this, this <laughs> I started <whole> <laughs> you thinking. <laughs> yeah, yes. so, so please start off so that we can mm. get into this. And we're really going to, we're not going to make it a, 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 a very deep message, but it is a deep message. And our focus really today is to get you thinking. Mm -hmm. Not yes. just to take something and just uh, go with it or just run with it. Oh, it's just another message. This message is really to provoke you, to get you to think and really then go and uh, sort of dig deep and meditate on this. Meditate on the scriptures and really get your message, the message that you have to the world. Because it's very important for you and for those who you have to impact around you. Okay, Judy, go ahead, please. That's a very important title. Eh? What is your Christmas message to the world? The, this is not, um, it's going to be a thoughtful message, like Yanni said, and I'm glad he said it like that, because the message that we have, we don't realize what it is, but we're born 
into the earth. And we all know we're born for the right time that God has put us in. And in this time and season that we're living in, we see that the world is very upside down, which means your message is going to be related to what we see in the world. And it's going to be a message of encouragement, of guidance, of inspiration, to, of truth, of course, to help the world or to help your circle of your group of people understand why we have Christmas. And a good way to start, like Yanni said, is to go back to your Bible and read what it says there about the birth of Jesus Christ. Read in Luke and read in Isaiah and see what God had to say about that, about the birth. And because in the birth, you will find out that there is something in you that you need to share to the world. So you find it by asking yourself, what experiences did you go through in the last few years of your life that you can see and identify with that'll bring the power of Christ out to other people? With one very important factor, and that is, it's not about you, it's not really about the people, but it's really about what God, God. wants. Mm -hmm. It's his message. Mm -hmm. It's his uh, message that he wants to take out to the world. It's very important. We're going to look at a few scriptures also as we go along so that we can see how our focus and the direction of our focus is very important. Yes, because if we believe that Jesus Christ lives in us and we have the Holy Spirit in us, then we will know by the guidance of the Holy Spirit what we are empowered to do. We always hear about it being empowered, but you have a message that's burning on the inside, and that is the message the world needs to hear. They need to hear that now. You might not have the answer to this question right now or know the full revelation, but when you start throughout the, the, the next few days and the next few months, the message will evolve into something bigger than yourself because the spirit that's alive in you will give more and more depth and revelation to that message. And there it's uh, very uh, essential what Judy is saying there. Don't be so afraid that you don't want to speak out, that you don't want to take anything out and, you know, bring a message to people or take a message out to people. Because even if you don't do it 100% right, God is so gracious. He will help you. He will guide you through His Spirit inside of you. He will guide you to what He really wants you to take to His people. That's right, Yanni. And I just had a thought here, um, but it, I think it slipped. What I was thinking is um, Christ, Jesus Christ, was born into the world to give the world peace. And what, is, what does the world need today? Peace. Right. So Absolutely. there's a message. Peace. So if you have the peace and the love of Christ in you, and it's flowing in you, then you should be giving that back out to the world. Right now, Jesus came to give us, to make us strong, brave, and courageous. Now, if that's the message that's been in your heart for, a, for since you have been born, then this is what the world needs to hear. Does it begin to make sense? 
Mm-hmm. Can you see the picture yeah. now? Yeah. So you have to look to see what has been developing inside of you, what was being birthed inside of you. And, and that's how you know, okay, well, if that's so, then Christ has it already and he gave it to you. So now it's up to you now to speak it out into the atmosphere, tell it to other people, so that will be what the world needs. And you know what Judy just said a bit about speaking it out in the atmosphere? And this is what we've been shown many years ago. When you speak something out, it's out there for anyone to receive because it's out in the spiritual realm. And that's why it's so powerful when you and I speak under the unction of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy, we allow the Holy Spirit to speak through us and ask Him. Ask Him always. He's so faithful. Just ask Him. He said, Holy Spirit, what do you want to convey to the audience today. And I uh, used an example earlier as well when Judy and I were speaking before the show. And one time someone said, and you might have heard the same thing, people say when they speak to an audience, they always look at the audience to see how the audience receives the message and then they adjust their message accordingly. But then I heard someone else saying, and that really made sense to me, because if you look at people all the time and you see, but this message is really upsetting people, now you may tone your message down and it might just be that that person or that audience really need a message to help them to change direction. They might be a little bit in, uh, moving in the wrong direction. So this, the other person says, he said, God rebuked him when he said he needs to look at the audience to see how they receive the message so that he can adjust his message. And he said the way that the Lord explained it to him is this. He said, if you are in a room and all the lights go out, are you going to continue with the message that I give you because you do not see the people's faces? And then the Lord said to him, that's exactly what I want you to do. And when we go even to the Old Testament, um, I think it's Ezekiel that God spoke to. And he said to him, "Um, I'm going to make your forehead like flint stone. So it doesn't matter what the people say. It doesn't matter. And I think uh, one of the other prophets, God said to him, he says, don't look at their faces. Just take the message out and speak the message out that I give you to speak. That's right, because if they speak what God wants them to speak, then they will make a bigger impact into the atmosphere or, some, or into the person who needs to hear the message. You know, we, can, we sometimes hear a preacher speak, and he's talking to the camera. There's not an audience there, just like we are talking to each other here. But we are speaking words that are life. So mm. when it goes out, it goes out into the atmosphere. And where is the, where is the battle happening right now? It's in the atmosphere. It's the principalities of darkness. Yes. So we, why we're, what we're saying is that our words are, is the light. And what's happening in the world, there's so much darkness and oppression that the people are all afraid to speak. So then the words of God cannot penetrate the darkness if we keep silence and the darkness will oppress us and will keep us from speaking. So you need to get the bravery and the courage to say the word, even if it's just you in front of this podcast, you're still speaking it out into the atmosphere. It doesn't matter who hears it. It's out there in the open so it 
can penetrate. It's almost like when the rain starts to come down. Sometimes it comes down pouring, but sometimes it's drizzle, 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 drizzle. But it's penetrating the soil and it's getting into the soil. And that's how the word is. The mm. word will penetrate. If everyone will speak out, it'll penetrate the darkness and it'll bring back the uh, light of God on the earth. You see, it's as uh, Judy and I are speaking here, you might hear a little bit in the background, the wind is a very strong today. And uh, I don't think I can filter all uh, the background noise out. So you might hear the wind. And it's the same thing in the spirit. When you and I speak, there's something happening in the atmosphere and we need to bring down the principalities and everything that are, that are out there to destroy everything that God made. Because that, that's the uh, sort of the task or what the enemy has been made for to destroy because he is called the destroyer. I just want to point out something here and I'm going to just read two scriptures to you. Because our focus is so many times just on the people, on the people, on the people. Yes, God's focus is on the people. But we need to be focused on God. Just like we said it in, in the beginning. Because if you and I are not, and we just focused on the people, then we get to places and there are many, I want to call churches that, that's fallen into this trap where they said they wanted these seeker-friendly churches. So they didn't preach messages that are, I believe that came straight from God's heart to really uh, cut because God's word always cuts because it's a sword. It's like a sword of the spirit. And eventually, after many years, most, well, I, I can't say most, but many of these preachers that decided they're going to go that direction, they realized that they don't have any depth, they don't have any impact on people. People just come for the, for the food and for the other stuff and the music and the, and the joyous time. And that's why it's so important to hear what God is saying to you and I today. Now I'm going to use two scriptures here. It's from a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a dedicated nation, God's own purchased special people that you may set forth the wonderful deeds and display the virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. If you're born again, if you've been a Christian for a, for a while, you will know this message or you will know this verse. Many people have, have quoted that. But when we go a little bit back in exactly the same chapter, listen to this. This is verse number Uh, is it no? I think it's verse number 4. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 4. Come to him then. Now he's, he's talking here about God, about the Christ. Come to him then, to that living stone which men tried and threw away. Men tried the living stone. Many people, even in, uh, in Jesus Christ's time, when he was walking the earth, they rejected him. They did not want to, want to know anything of him. And there's many people today that reject him. They say he doesn't uh, exist. It doesn't matter. They just want to do their own thing. So even in those times, which men tried and threw away, but which is chosen and precious in God's sight. And that's why we place emphasis on we have to be focused on God what God wants to do, what God wants to take out. And that's why this is such a, 
I trust in your life also a directional change message so that you and I can walk in the spirit and that we do not walk after the flesh anymore because when we walk after the flesh we're not going to be able to do really what God wants us to do he cannot use it and that is where the fight is it's all the time it's uh, the, the flesh versus the spirit and um, Judy I'm going to give it to you again uh, but at some stage we must just look at a different scripture as well so go ahead well that's why the christmas message is so is what we're t really talking about because the christmas message or the birth of christ was the transforming factor in the world it always was right from the beginning when <clears throat> when christ was born god put in him the abilities, the potential, the gifting to change the world through everything he did. Yeah, that's good. That's great. So the birth was the transforming factor, and that's why the message is important today. It's not, uh, not the nativity, it's not the Christmas tree, it's not the presents, it's not the cross. But we, for this message, it's the purpose of learning to see the transformation factor taking place in the world. Absolutely, because God knew. And I mean, the, the birth yes, of Christ knew. has been prophesied for mm -hmm. generations. And up to the, the birth of Christ, there was a, a period of approximately 400 years where God's voice was silent. He didn't speak to the people anymore. The people were hungry for God's word because they did mm -hmm. not hear anything. They did not see anything. And here's the scripture that I'm just going to refer to. It's uh, Romans chapter 8 and verse 1. I'm re reading from the Amplified Bible. Therefore, there is now no condemnation. No, I'm going to place emphasis here on a few words. Therefore, there is now no condemnation. So this there, there's a place called there. And this is a place in God where you and I have to walk and this is in the spirit listen to the rest of the verse uh, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who live and walk not after the dictates of the flesh but after the promptings of the spirit, spirit. I, mm -hmm. I replace the dictates there in the Amplified Bible with the King James Bible's promptings because that's what the Holy Spirit does he just prompts you and the flesh wants to dictate to you what you need to do and God is very gentle he guides you and I the direction that he wants us to go verse number two for the law of the spirit of life that's Christ when he came into the earth which is in Christ Jesus the law of our new being has freed me from the law of sin mm -hmm. and the law of death. Mm -hmm. So when you and I walk in the spirit, we live in the spirit, we only speak spirit, that's when God can move. And that's where the miracles happen. Mm -hmm. That's where the transformations happen. And that's where people are being set free. So yes, the message then is directed to people. But our focus is on God to receive from him so that you and I are just an open channel. Absolutely. And let me just interject now. How do people do this? How do they speak if yeah. they don't know they're in the spirit? Because sometimes we just wait for an experience to know we're in the spirit. But if you read the word 
from the Bible, even just as it is, that is spirit because it's God's word. It's spirit. You can take some of the prophecies from the Bible and just read it out loud. And that is spirit. And that will change the atmosphere mm -hmm. because the words are spirit, truth, and life. So if you are stuck and you just don't know how to proceed from this point, just write down a few of the, a dozen of those prophetic words or take a Psalms and read it out into the atmosphere and just pretend that the audience is there listening to you and that will penetrate. Now, I'm going to give you an example of this. This is a testimony that we've heard many years ago. It was this man, he was in China and he got miraculously, he got uh, born again, he got saved, touched by God and he didn't know anything, but he just had this desire in his heart to take this message that he had to take it out. So what he would do, he would just take the word, the few pages that he had, because they didn't even have full uh, Bibles. A full Bible, right. So he had a few pages from the New Testament and probably from the Old Testament as well. And what he did, he would just read the word. He would just read the word to the people. He didn't know what it is to preach, how to preach, nothing. But he just read. And he said, to his surprise, people just got saved, people mm -hmm. got healed. Yep. Miracles started happening all around because he was sort of out of the way. He didn't try to impress the people because he didn't know how to do it. I mean, later God trained him and God uh, sort of established him so that he can uh, really move in uh, in that and move with the help of the Holy Spirit and follow Holy Spirit and all these things. And that is just to show you mm -hmm. because you need to see that God wants to use you. And Judy, I'm, I'm just going to sort of lead in here and then I want you to also uh, expand a little bit on this. One of the ways to know what your message is, is to look at your heart's desire because God says in the Psalms, I think it's uh, Psalm 37 verse 4, where it says, but God wants to give you the desires of your heart. Mm -hmm. So we sometimes mm -hmm. want to work against these desires because mm -hmm. no, this is not good. But God says, when you want what I want, your desires will be in line with my word. Yes. And so God wants to give you the desires of your heart. So just make sure that it's in line and that it's not your own thing that you want to do, that you don't want to try to manipulate people or try to get people to do things that they don't want to do or even that God doesn't want to do. So just make sure that your motives are pure and that you don't try to manipulate or dominate people in any way. And then God will look after your desires. Yeah, and, and one of the ways I do that is simply by making a list. I look at what's happening around us in the world, and I says, okay, well, this corruption is not of God, so this is one area I can, I can intercede or pray or ask God, how does he want to deal with it? I can look at um, the massive amount of fear and confusion that's in the world. And I know that's not of God. So I know God wants to, to change that. So I can take that to God and ask God, like, God, what do I have that I can do to make this fear and um, confusion 
better for people in the world. I can look at all the all the things that's happened and just make a list and ask the Lord about what what does he want done or said or spoken about that I have the ability to make a change. Mm. And I usually I find this like nine out of ten times hitting the nail on the head because I can see the corruption and I know it's not of God. I can see the the perversion, I can see the bankruptcy, I can see the lack of everything that's going on and say, this God wants to deal with, take it to God in prayer and he'll give you the desires and he'll show you the way how to fix it. So that's just the best way to make it work for you. And if you're serious about wanting to, to change the atmosphere, remember Christ was born to give you the power to make a change here on the earth. He needs you now to speak, to change the earth. He already did his part, but now you need to hear from him what he wants to do and be empowered to change it. Just to give you an example, a few days ago, Judy and I just went out and we wanted to pick up something. And there was this uh, young lady and she was sitting there and I just started talking to her. But I've got this habit of asking people's uh, questions and I can't even remember what I asked her. I, I was thinking about it afterwards and I really cannot remember what I asked her. But it was... A, you asked her about her purpose. I, I must have asked her about her purpose, and, but I can't remember how I phrased it. But she looked at me and she answered me. She gave me certain answers. And then it's as if I just probed deeper and deeper and I kept on asking questions. And I could see she had to think a little bit about these questions. But I didn't think about these questions ahead of time. I just chatted with her. It, it just absolutely came normal because I, that is what my message is, is to help you to get to do the things that God called you to do. That's really my message. And how it comes out is, is sometimes it's, it's totally different. And I was just probing and I asked her her name and she gave us her name. And we looked at the meaning of her name and she knew the meaning of her name and it was very precious. And when we were sort of done, I, I smiled and she said, my goodness, no one has ever asked me such difficult questions. But it was not meant to be difficult questions. But I'm telling you, that young lady, she had an encounter, not with me, but with the Spirit of God. And I'm telling you, she had to go back and to go and think about the stuff that she was uh, confronted with that day. And it was very precious, the, the way that she received us and the way that she responded. And um, whatever is, is done in her life, I know it will, it will work to, to God's glory. Yeah, and the interesting thing about this young lady, she was only 18, is that she said to us, it was her grandmother who's been teaching her those things of God. Mm -hmm. And it's, I always say, like, mothers and fathers are sometimes so busy with their life, they don't have enough time to mm. spend with their children. It's usually the grandparents who've got the most influence. Yeah, that's very, very important. So families need to stay together. Mm -hmm. And don't take your parents and, um, you know, push them to the side. They're very important. They're very valuable because there's wisdom in many of them. I'm not saying all of them. If they um, 
don't walk with God, they can yeah. be foolish people yes, yes. as well. Yeah. But if they have the love of God in them, it's very important. The wisdom and the love and everything that they have on the inside of them. Yeah, because, you know, the wisdom, they've lived a life, whether it's good or bad, they've lived a life. You can learn something from your grandparents. Yeah, and it's, it's sometimes these small or so-called small little things, but the practical things. And I even see it um, more and more as I'm speaking to people. People don't know what their message is. People don't know what their purpose is. And we need to know. You need to know what your message is that you need to take out. And God is very faithful. If you want to and you want to step back and say, here I am, just use me. He wants to use you. And he will use you. Yeah. So we've shared some of the ways that people can find their message. Mm -hmm. Just let them prophesy from the Bible. Just read some of the things. And eventually, if you keep doing this, you will be on your way to finding the real things from you that will develop in time. Maybe a project for the year ahead. Make it a project to, to get onto this road and, and speak the word so you can get that burning desire out mm -hmm. and it and in it could be your vision yeah that's been stifled yeah and just on that on the vision what a vision really is is to look at the circumstances and you get a picture of how it should be how things should be around you and then you you pursue your vision to bring that into reality around you. Vision is not to look at the physical stuff around you and then just go accordingly. That's not a vision. A vision is really higher. It's bigger than yourself. And it will most probably not be you and you alone that will be able to bring this vision to, to pass, that it will um, come to reality and to fruition. It will take more people that will be, bring, uh, be brought to you so that you can take this vision out and really accomplish what you set out to do. Wonderfully well said. Thank you so much for being with us today on the show. It's really been great. And, you know, just like Judy said, take this message and make notes and for yourself and go and sit and think about these things mm -hmm. meditate on it because mm -hmm. that's what meditation is think about the stuff and just speak it over for yourself and when you get to the scriptures that just come up to you and make this your own so that wherever you are whenever you be, you are confronted with something and you just feel you need to do something that you are ready because you already you have inside of mm -hmm. you what mm -hmm. it takes mm -hmm. thank you judy yes. it's been a great pleasure to have you with me again and uh, i really encourage you for this year this this year is almost uh, over but there's still a few days left and i encourage you prepare yourself so that as we turn into this new year that you will see the exploits that you are doing and that you are com or that you um, want to do, how it's accomplished, and how God's name is glorified through that. That's right. So let this message percolate. Yes, let it percolate <laughs> inside of you. Thank you so much. Thank you again, Judy. I trust that you will have an awesome day, and we are looking forward 
to see you in the next show. Have an awesome day. Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.